morning, everybody, and welcome to the Two Way Street. Two Way Street. Uh. I've got Abe across from me over there. Let's go with everybody. Uh. So, Abe. Yeah. Uh, we have somebody else at the table with us. Yeah, yeah. We got the homie Corey. You know what I'm saying? Corey, the homie. Yeah. Corey. Corey, tell me a little bit about this Corey fellow. Why is why is he here, Abe? Yo, Corey. Yeah, why Corey is he my here dog. He, he my dog up in these streets right there. You know what I'm saying? He out here. You know what I mean? And he working hard. You know what I'm saying? And I take to people who work hard, who are innovators. You know what I'm saying? And I just said, dog, you know, I love the cat, you know what I'm saying, Hundo, you know what I'm saying, and so I just said, let's, let's hook up with him, let's see what's going down. Well, you know, you know, Corey, that must be an honor. He used three urban slang words to describe <laughs> you. I mean, that's an incredible I you know what most of them are. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good, but uh, yeah. the, the sun is sort of almost shining there. It's 6 o'clock in the morning, 0600 for those military folk out there. <laughs> We're broadcasting out of Southern Alberta. Alberta, or for those who don't believe Canada exists, it's uh, northern Montana. Yeah, northern Montana. <laughs> it's all good there. So yeah, uh, Corey, it's an honor to have you here on the show. Um, we, we like being around high-functioning guys and just leaders, and uh, we, we know within the region that we exist here that, uh, that you're a great leader, and we have great admiration for the uh, the programs that you run. We'll post Corey's bio um, on the, the website and talk about it at the end of the podcast, just so you guys know where he's coming from, so that we're not throwing some random guy onto the show. And, <laughs> Why, why is this guy oh, here a little random? We we got to get you a slang street name so that we can be the three A Street or something though. Yeah. <laughs> the, the CK, I don't. I'm, I mean, CK is already out. used for, for cool things out there. Calvin Klein's gonna get all jealous. They gonna come and sue us. Sue us, yeah. Sue us for what? Alcoholics Anonymous and Calvin Klein team out to do a podcast. I would call that white on white crime. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we gotta reduce that real quick. You dig what I'm saying? Don't worry. Well, started doing what you that's <laughs> all good. Hey, um, so I had an experience, guys, and, and I'm glad that both of you are here as, as people of leadership and uh, that you're involved in some circles. And, and we've all been in and out of relationships, but I found something interesting that, I, that I'm not sure if I'm in the wrong or uh, if this is just the way that friendship goes these days or whatnot. But um, when I was down in Las Vegas last week, I, I have a friend that I've known for... 20 some odd years or something and uh, we really hung out lots in the first five years then we kind of went our own ways for for another 10 years and then he ended up being a headliner in las vegas for the past nine years he's been down there um went down in 2010 saw him kind of reconnected and uh got together things were good i went and actually trained underneath him to be a stage performer we'll get into what kind of stage performer later it's vegas after all but nonetheless i I trained after him and then we kind of kept in touch after i'm one of those guys that i believe that if i'm going to communicate properly with you i need to be in front of you and so that limited me from reaching out via phone or text message or anything like that and then after a while though because he's popular and a headliner down there, I kind of got this inferiority complex about, well, you know what, I'm not good enough just to start shouting this guy out um, without it looking like that I wanted something, you know what I mean? And, and because you wonder if that happens to them as well, where if they're suddenly popular and then you're, hey, what's going on? That suddenly you want free tickets to the show or something. I'm just not that kind of guy, but because I couldn't communicate that in person, I didn't reach out. You know, so so over time I started going, well, am I really still a friend of this guy? And, and, and this was me and my internal thought process starting to just deteriorate and say, hey, I, I'm not worthy of being your friend because I haven't been reaching out and then anytime I see you it's only because I'm in town. It's, are, are we at that point now with media and social media where, you know, texting and phone is okay? 
but is it enough to actually maintain a relationship these days? Uh, Abe, I don't know. What, what do you think? Start with CK, right? Start with CK? Yeah, no, I get the feeling. I think it's quite a... Honestly, I think it's... I think it's more of a Canadian thing than it is uh, another thing. I don't know why that is, just that you're talking about that inferiority thing. Yeah. I feel like it's so easy for us here to... To not want to put ourselves out there. Okay. To to do that, we, we kind of want as as I as I kind of grew up in, in business, and, and I feel like we kind of tend to want people to come to us in that sense. We have right. this thing to overcome. I don't think that that uh, you know if you're listening, you're from the states and stuff. I think you have an easier time of this, kind of getting yourself out there uh, in that sense. Um, because I mean, uh, you know, you're talking to an American, like you know what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell you straight up what they're mm-hmm. thinking. So for me personally, I find that. That when I'm when I'm in my own circle, in my own world, I'm trying to do that. It's it's hard to do because I mean, first of all, you're risking a little bit of rejection face to face. That's a hard thing, anyways. Yeah. So there's that aspect of things. The whole question of, of you know if you can do it without face to face. I don't know. Sometimes sometimes it's not ideal. But mm-hmm. do you get something or do you get nothing? I don't know. That's how I kind of look yeah. at it, like texting or, or something like that. That's how I would kind of approach. I don't know if I'm really answering your question. No, no, you are, you are, because it's one of those things where, I mean, uh, Abe, uh, you know, relating again to urban cultures, if if you haven't seen somebody in a while, I mean, you immediately address each other, you guys are brothers, everything's cool, everything's back at it kind of thing, but but I'm with you on that there, Corey, where we are this kind of fear culture where, you know, I don't know if it's that first two-second judgment that we're always afraid of, even in the first place, where, you know, if I do something wrong, then this guy's going to look at me and he's just going to hate me. He's going to hate me the rest of the conversation, even though it was nothing, you know. Or it's the status all... thing. Like, we're afraid coming in now. Like, I'm the little guy now. Yeah. I'm coming in and, and I need something. I don't like appearing that way. Yeah. And so that, for me, I have to kind of, you know, as, as I benchmark, you know, great churches in the States and stuff like that, I kind of have to get to this place where I'm... You know, and if you're talking to somebody who's, who's who should be in my circle, they don't even care about that. Yeah. You know, like they're just like they don't care how you know how big your church is if you're starting or, or yeah. you know that's just my circle. But um, some people do care about that. I'm not going to hang with them forever, or if the status went to their head. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I know people in, in great big churches now. Like yeah. if their heart is is where it should be, or even just on a friendship, you know, it doesn't seem to matter. But I have something to overcome there. Yeah. That I find that is actually probably more of a deterrent to that relationship happening than them. Yeah. I would put myself in their place and be like, you know, if, if we get successful with what we do, whatever that looks like, you know, would I still care about that? Yeah. Well, if I'm who I need to be, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Do, do either of you have long-distance friends? Not not just family, because family's always one of those ones where you give the phone call, so okay. Most of the time, our parents are in that generation where phone call was good enough, you yeah, know, as long yeah, as you're yeah, checking yeah. in, yeah. but do you have any friends that where they are across country or down in the states or something that if you're not engaging them in the way you'd like to right. that you start developing this mentality that, that it's the relationship what it's supposed to be because right. you know normally we text it, text every month but it was a month and a half for this one I'm not sure if we're cool have you guys ever had that or is this really just me you know in my <laughs> just starting to be doubtful of where I'm at in these days <laughs> where, where I'm coming from you know it's like uh, we taught that uh, friends are family. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So my neighbor, I call them uncle. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? And uh, any older lady in the community, we call them aunts. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They're mothers as well. You feel me? So um, we get to a point where uh, friends are more like family. Yeah. They're more family than family is. You know what I'm saying? And 
that right there helps like when you have long distance situations where a friend moves away or something like this. Even if you don't talk for six months, you start off where you left off and it's just natural like yeah. that. You feel what I'm saying? And it's one of those things too, like where it's like, you know, um, a friend is a friend no matter what. That's a that's a, a judgment free zone right there mm -hmm. where you just feel it's a it's a soft spot for you. Where like, you know, I don't care if I don't talk to you for six months, we're still gonna chat. You know what I'm saying? We're still gonna hang out, we're still gonna do whatever because you're my dog, you know what I mean? That's my friend right there. Yeah. It ain't nothing like friendship. Yeah, you know, and, and so that's what that's where I'm asking if this might just be me at this point, because my my other friends that I went to high school with and all that, they they're gonna think I'm Okay, they're not famous as this other guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't you know, you're not famous. <laughs> you know, I, like, I don't feel bad talking to you at all. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's the thing, right? And then same with my, my wife's Asian culture is that every, it's the same thing. You know, your your brothers and sisters are all aunts, uncles, and all that. It's very that has not been my experience at all. Really? Well, no, I mean, that's, I mean, like, I grew up in L.A. when I was a kid. Uh, okay. Like the white kid on the block, right? So <laughs> well, keep your name mouth shut. But, you know, like, in the Canadian culture, really, that I grew up in before we moved down. Yeah, yeah. It's not family like that. Yeah. Everyone has these, like, little independent pockets. Yes. And there's this, like, decorum. I don't know if it's, like, a, a U.K. sort of decorum and privacy that we have that, that I have to overcome. Like, it's not like that. It's just not like that. You have to overcome this, like, weird little awkward, like, uh, so anyways, like, I know, you know, like, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. You know like, yeah, I totally get it. You, you know, and, that, and that's funny because I, I'm in that, that split because that's the way my wife's culture is. It's not the way my Western culture was growing up yeah, either. It's, yeah. it's, you know, certain aunts and uncles get along better than the other aunts and uncles, and then you got to find a way whether you're going to have to be yourself in there or whatnot. So, well, so you have I'm to, like, gear yourself up. That's what I find I have to do, like, subconsciously, and I think it's a cultural thing. I have to gear myself up. Yeah. To like, uh, I would rather this be something else other than what it is. I don't know what it is, and so for me to throw myself out there is, is, and especially doing like a, a plant and like an innovation here, um, like I had to be willing to be rejected straight yeah. up by so many people, and I asked yeah. so many people. You know, I took people out. I'm just like, hey, you want to come and help us? And that thing for me as a game is very hard to overcome. Because for sure. Like, you're just risking them just straight up saying no. Yeah. Or doing the Canadian thing and not actually saying no and yeah. finding out six months later that yeah. they were thinking no. Yeah, yeah, You know, exactly. like, just like, hey, I thought that we were... Yeah, okay. it's, it's the soft sell, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you know it's, a, it's truly a Canadian thing where people ain't straightforward with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm, they don't uh, act like they're friends with you and they can laugh with you and stuff like that, but then at the end of the day, they, they know, they're not jiving with you. You know what I mean? And that's where now you gotta cultivate that culture yourself, mm. personally, intentionally, to say, this is who I want, this is what I want, so I'm gonna cultivate this thing right here. Yeah. You feel me? Because especially when you start in a friendship, you just let people know, like, this is who I am, you know what I mean? And if you ain't with this, you ain't with me. Yeah. You did? You've been finding that out a lot in your youth program that you've been running as well, though, uh -huh. is, is that kids will be a certain way and whatnot, and it's only because I need you for that minute. Yeah. And then you're you're pouring everything into yep. them as though you know you're you're their second dad kind of thing, or maybe their first dad for that matter. And and then it turns around that it's that they just needed you for that one and, little slide into something. And it don't hurt me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm 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 expecting. It means rejection. you're stronger than the both of us. I figured that. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> When you're in the streets for too long, like I've been, no, you know, you get you get, you get yourself ready for rejection because yeah. you know they're gonna pick somebody else who's a certain way or who's a certain person yeah. than me. You feel what I'm saying? Without yeah. going deep into it, 
So you just kind of get through that thick skin of knowing that, you know, some people are going to come to or uh, they, they want to come in for a season. And because of also, like, you know, the teachings that I got, you know, that some people come in for a season and they need that help. You feel me? And so I'm going to come in and pour myself 100% because yeah. I know I'm going to get something from it. You feel me? And then when I walk out of it, that kid, they ain't never going to forget me because I put my all in it. You feel me? And sometimes I meet kids that have invested like an hour, two hours in their life. And when they see me, dog, it's like, yo, mm -hmm. I took them through university. That's right. You know, but that's just who I am. I'm just a kid who comes out here yeah. to pour in for whatever it is that I've been given. Yeah. You know, because if I don't pour that, I'll be like a pond up in here. But I want to be like a river. Yeah. You feel me? When I'm a river, I'm getting renewed on the daily. Yeah. The gig, so that's why I give the way well, I give. And, and that's the thing is that we sometimes get them kids that are the quiet ones in the programs. And they're the ones that will email you on the side later and say, hey, what you said or did tonight was really inspirational. Uh -huh. You know, I didn't show it, I didn't tell it, but I just want you to know specifically that that's the way it is. And, and have you actually noticed, um, Corey, that you sometimes end up having a honeymoon high with people? Where they'll, they'll come, they'll see, they'll get excited, they're all jammed up, and then suddenly, oh, something will switch. I mean, and you're, you're definitely better positioned to, to talk to this one, but the, the excitement of the beginning is great. People like the excitement at the beginning, um, and I would say with what, with what you know, venue offers, church-wise, is different, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's kind of like a high-level sort of, it's high-impact, high-challenge, yeah. which is unusual, I, I think, a little bit different, if I could say that, we had high fun as well, so yeah. people come in for the excitement of that, even the church plant. Uh, you know, they come in for the excitement of that, um, yeah. and yet that can drop off pretty quickly when the actual work starts. Yeah. You realize, like, oh, you know, like our, our volunteers are putting in X number of hours a week, yeah. and nobody's getting paid for it, you know, yeah. and they're actually supporting and funding. And, and when they realize, oh, this is like work week after week, after. Yeah. And, and for me to try to keep that in front of people, but some people they like the excitement, they like that, yeah. they like that it's something new. But that seems something new, even even when I meet them, because um, I'm much more straightforward than most people. I just kind of tend to jump in. That's why I have handlers when I'm sending out like yeah. <laughs> emails or whatever. Like yeah. I'll, I'll I'll send them off to a couple of the. Can you anti-Trump this? Because I'm not sure if I'm coming across <laughs> yeah, too harsh. Well, there are times. Just double check. There are times when I get a bag and they're like, whoa, whoa, where are you, where, where are you <laughs> going here, man? I'm like, well, I might have been a little mad about that. Yeah. You, know, I like, you know, get obsessed about something. And because I grew up in a family that was very healthy yeah. and where security and love was just a given mm -hmm. and so uh, the rejection factor and the resilience factor was easier for me than it is for most people I would say you're talking about the being rejected and stuff like that I have to be prepared that I'm going to be rejected by a large percentage of people because they love the excitement sure. but also it's a high challenge too yeah. and there's there's times when they can you know you, you love the guy that's excited that agrees with you yeah. but when it's oh, time to like well, when it's time to, to, to take it to the next level or to challenge your kids yeah. or whatever you're doing when it's time for me to actually put the pastor hat on and be like, okay, but we gotta address this thing now in your family, in your life, that's where you can feel it like, uh -huh, cool off, and the Canadian yeah. thing kind of takes over, and we, yeah. we start into this like, well, who's yeah. gonna tell me what to do, and who made you boss, and I'm yeah. like, you know, so, so there is this honeymoon period where people love the excitement, they love the challenge, they love the fun, but, but everybody loves that until we challenge, you know, your yeah. pet thing. Well, yeah, and that's, the, that's the thing is that I'm, I'm finding, and, and I don't mean this as the direct insult there of it's going to sound, but there's a certain laziness that comes with what, what we are, um, and, and again, I don't want to globalize it, just generalize for myself, is that, yeah, as soon as you get challenged, 
well, do I really need to to attend both services as a, as a tech to help out yeah, Corey, yeah. Or, or can we just go away with one and then we'll just pray twice as much tonight? Yeah, yeah we'll, you know, pray, twice home, we'll, we'll yeah, pray twice absolutely. as much. We'll pray twice as much to make up for yeah, it. Yeah. And, and, and that's where I'm actually feeling bad about the situation here is because that was the lazy way out of, of a problem that didn't even exist in my relationship with my friend, right? I created an idea in my head that, that this guy was gonna think of me differently because I wasn't messaging whatever predetermined interval that I had for our relationship. <laughs> you, you see where I'm going here, is And he's not thinking oh, about it at all. He's not thinking <laughs> yeah. about it. Every he's time, like, oh, yeah, totally. totally, every time that I ever messaged him on a birthday because Facebook reminded me, yeah. right? It was, yeah, yeah. hey man, cool, how you doing up there? You yeah. know, so, and, and so that's why I feel terrible about yeah. this is because I had a chance to spend a couple of days with them this, this yeah. past week and I'm going, I created this scenario yeah. that didn't even exist and, and I'm the jerk for it, thinking that he had this perception, but no, for him it was just, man, we're both busy and life is happening. And my dad said something to me one time, he said, he said, uh, you know, he said, <laughs> that sounds funny, it sounds like it's kind of the opposite of what you're saying, but he said, you know, Nobody's thinking about you half as much as you're thinking about. One hundred. Like wow. nobody's thinking about yeah. you half as much as wow. you think they are. Yeah. And like nobody, you're not that important, you know, in that thing. And I, I realize I'm sweating over this thing because I'm, I'm thinking like I must be a massive integral part of their lives, but they have so much going on and like. Totally. And I'm sitting here going like, I've sat there and worried about what people thought about me. Uh -huh. But they're not. Or even yeah. people who've hurt me, they're not even thinking about it. Totally, totally. And, that, and that was the thing, is that I got to a point where I thought if I was going to message this guy, it was going to be an inconvenience to his busy schedule, to all the other more important -er people yeah, that yeah, he had yeah, in his life. And, and that was all in my head. It was all in my head. I went through this period of just, I'm insignificant to this world and all. I mean, that's that's part of my conversion story, actually, is just on where I was. And, and that was the thing, so I'm really glad that I had an opportunity to kind of imply to him that I wanted to reach out more and that I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, again, because I didn't get a chance to really sit and be, hey man, here, and use my talky hands and all that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but that was the thing. So I, I've started to just reach out more often, even by a text message, just, hey, how's it going, thinking about you. It sounds cheaper, I think, and, and we, there's that ideal way that we want to get into person, like, yeah. I mean, I'm a communicator, right? So like, you are, eyeball, yeah. eyeball, I, I love that the best, but then I have to decide sometimes, like, text feels cheap, but I don't think it, it feels cheap getting it if you're getting nothing in Totally, totally. And see, like, also, uh, resurrected ice, receive the resurrect, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the thing about that is that if you don't, if you're, in a friend, if you're in a relationship or a friendship and you don't get to that zone where you see your friend the mm -hmm. way that they really is, yeah. then you're cheap. I don't like you. I don't want you to be yeah. in my friendship because, you know, if we're friends, man, that's deeper than anything. Yeah. You feel me? That's deeper than anything. Like, you, you get into a zone where you just like, I don't know where you are, I don't know what you're going through, I don't know what, what's going on right now, but still, you're still my dog. Sure. You feel me? For life. That's for life. You feel me? Well, and that's the thing is, that do, you, do you feel that the two words in particular have been cheapened or have lost their values over the years, which is friendship and love? Right, people are using the word love to define everything these uh -huh. days. We're not talking about relational love, you know, there's supposed to be a friendship love that's in there, but everything. Oh, I love my new Starbucks, I love my new sandals, and you're like, kind of like, did you love them to the same level where you're going to compare your spouse? <laughs> like, like, that's yeah. what we talk about when you talk about love, is somebody that's within your circle of, my heart thinks and aches over this thing and desires to be with it. My sandals? Really? Uh -huh. You know, and then friendship. Oh yeah, well, that guy's my friend, well, you met once. You, you know, you, you didn't even get his number yet, and you guys are friends kind of thing. And those, those are kind of two words that I felt have been 
devalued over the years that we throw them around as though they're all the same thing and that it's just okay to call them that. But I agree with you is that friendship means that if I call you my friend, and then that's where we got into that. You're my best friend, you're a great friend and all that yeah. kind of stuff, is that now we're starting to segregate what friendship actually means. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, are you seeing the same things where, where friendship and love are not what they used to be or what they should yeah. be even, for that matter? In my, in my world, friends are friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, it ain't nothing changed from is that normal though? It is, like, like, I get where you're coming from. Uh-huh. It's I, not normal. And I wish it was normal. <laughs> it ain't normal. Right? Cats, cats is in this thing right here for, for what they can get from it. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of people's are uh, friendships because they can benefit something from yeah. you. You feel me? But then the moment that you don't, they don't get nothing from you, that's it. They don't want nothing to do with yeah. you no more. You feel me? And then this is when uh, you just got, like I said, you cultivate what it is that you want. The, the things that you want is what you surround yourself with. So if you have a certain energy, you're going to bring those same people around you. If you're high functioning, you're going to have the same people around you. The, the energy is just going to be transferable that way. You feel me? And so that's the same way that I, that, that I look at it. Like, if I see that you're just in here just to take my time, you feel me? I will give you a little bit of time, but I'm not going to be able to just say, yo, when you call me, I'm right there. Yeah. You feel me? Because I see where you're at. I see how you're shaped, so I don't like that shape right there, so I'm going to throw yeah. it out. I know. That's you know? interesting because the, the, I think for me, it's, it's hard for me because I'm such an all-in, like I'm a head person sort of person, right? So yeah. if I'm in, I'm in. Like uh-huh. I, I, I don't need to think about it anymore. I don't yeah. need to be talked into it every week. Uh, I'm just not that kind of a guy. And so for me, it's hard when it's hard to realize kind of what you're saying like some people they only are going to go in this far which means that in some regard I can only kind of go in this far like I'll risk, I'll risk the ocean here but I, yeah. I can't I can't do it it's not a good use of my time it's not a good use of my heart in some yeah. ways because I would just I would just go you know like why not just call it and go um, but there's not a, I don't I don't find that normal I find that I set myself up for rejection sometimes or give somebody too much of myself and then it freaks them out well and, and that's the thing right is that for you I, I think I relate a lot with you is that if somebody is going to engage with me I'm going to throw everything I got for them in that particular point in time and then you find out that they're only coming 20% of the way and then suddenly I have to back up but I'm the jerk because I'm meeting them where they are instead of me giving 100 and them giving well, and 100 well that's just who we are right and so yeah. for me like my, my hosting team told me one time they're like okay you know like before why don't you stay in the green room get your head on for preaching because that's what you hear yeah and they're like we'll take care of like the lobby conversation ahead of time because they're like you're so intense that you want to get a person baptized on the spot and you just yeah. met them yeah you, like, you, you bring you the water with like, you out on the stage yeah. just waiting to- <laughs> you're, like, you're like awesome you know what this is going to cost you that you know like i mean you're, you're just you're so into it but like why don't you let us kind of get them in the door and get them kind of yeah and accept it and whatever. You can talk to them afterwards. But, yeah. You know, it's, it's just that that's the way that I am. And to realize some people, maybe that's all that they've got. Yeah. You know, maybe where they come from, maybe they didn't have a dad, maybe they're just hurt, maybe they're just, you know, broken. Maybe that's what they got and maybe for me to kind of expect more of them. Yeah. To me, I don't temper that expectation or it's a growth, a growth process. Well, see, and that's the thing is that it's a, the, the model that you run over there is actually, uh, personally, I think it's a better way of doing it. And here's the reason why is because people are there for you, arguably, right? I mean, they're, they're supposed to be there for the Word of Christ, but they're there yeah. for you, right? The, the, the figurehead of the environment that you're within. If they get you, then everybody else around you sometimes becomes less validated, less important. But if they get to go through them to get to you, yeah. then they have their opportunities to, to actually show them, hey, there's more to what we do than just the face of, of the church kind of thing. And, and again, I'm not trying to take away from who you are and what you do, 
but that is an excellent way to segue people into understanding that there's more to it than just you. If they don't end up in your life group, yeah. that's okay because we know that these other guys are just as good because you all share the same mentality. You know, like yeah. I, I like the way that, that runs, right? Well, and, and if, if I build the whole thing around me, now ironically, it's ironically, that was hard to do in Canadian culture too because to, to build it around, you know, because I mean, it, it should reflect. Like your family reflects you, your, your business reflects you, your art, my church reflects me, it should, yeah. because I'm the leader. And so that was a very hard step to come into. Yeah. But look, our getting lost people into church is not like a byproduct for us. It mm -hmm. is the product for yes. us. And so to do that, though, I'm trying to like connect God with people that don't believe in yes. God. I can't just put God on the platform because nobody believes. Yeah. They don't believe in God. You're, you're selling something that they don't think that they need. That's right. And so for me, that's hard to do that. But like the fist in the glove there is that... If I can't raise up people to do better than I do in connection and in doing this, like I can't disciple all these people. That's I right. can't do all this. That's not the point. That's not the purpose. And nobody's gifting gets fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And I've got you met some of my guys. Like you know how crazy they are about yeah. about getting people, you know, into into Christ and getting people connected and stuff like that. If I don't release them, like, yeah. they're not going to be the superstars they need to be in the, in the, in the kingdom. We're going to do that. Yep. So, um, that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of knowing how to live in the tension of that, because it's a tension. Yeah, well, well, you're presenting a culture instead of presenting a person, which is countercultural to everything we've been seeing here, is that everybody shows up for the main show yeah. kind of thing, and the headliners really don't matter. I mean, nobody ever remembers, you know, that Taylor Swift opened for Brian Adams. You know, nobody remembers yeah. that. I remember that. I was there. <laughs> but nonetheless, right? So, so that's the thing, though, is that you're creating that environment for people to be in, and it's okay if you're not there. I mean, sometimes it might be bad on the ego, yeah. because, you know, somebody might actually be more interested in one of your host people instead oh, no, of you kind no. of thing. But that's I'm, a good, I'm healthy thing. We've got to remember too that there's personalities that are attached to certain brands. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, for example, some people are drawn to you because of the way that you do your do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Some people are drawn to you because of the way that you do your name. You know, and once that person is moved away from that, it can be an issue. You feel me? Because it's like, this dude right here, He's the one that, you know, that there, there is something there about seeing that person week after week after week after yeah. week. You know what I'm saying? And then when you bring somebody in there to kind of like say we got a somebody coming through for the next month or so, yeah. it can it can it can uh, damage a lot of things sure. right here. Sure. And so we never uh, let's not forget that all of these things are personality driven as well. You know, like you're saying you talk about like uh, people you you instilling in your group and your team like this is what we got to do and stuff and that's number one you know what I'm saying because people are catching that vision like this is what it is that we all about this is what we want to do and stuff and when you do that yes it's like a fire but at the same time there's that one person right there that we all come in and say this dude right here he's the one that I want to hear we, we look at it as like the tip of a spear in that sense but we find in, in our culture we have to overcome this 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 thing, I think that we're afraid to step up and lead and say, like like, like Paul did, like follow me as I follow mm, Christ. Yeah. We're so afraid to do that because mm. we're afraid of failure. Mm. We're also kind of, I don't know how to say it, like we're afraid of rejection, mm -hmm. I think. I think people have been burned in the past um, with leadership uh, as well. I, to me, it's a terrible excuse because yes. like everything everything rises and falls on leadership. That's right. yeah. I think the south of the border, they understand that when, that when somebody rises up, everybody could rise with them. Well, Here's more of a crab in the bucket. Like, you know, uh, uh, I heard Bono say this one time, 
Um, he's like, you know, in, in Ireland, they're like, well, how do, how do you know, they're asking Bono from YouTube, um, how do people in Ireland view your success? And they're like, he goes, Ireland is a different place. He's like, in the States, they look at the guy living in the house on the, uh, at the top of the hill, and they're like, someday that could be me. Yeah. In Ireland, they're like, someday I'll get him. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, that's how, but the Canadian, that, that UK influence, I think, particularly in the area that we're in, it's very much this craps in a bucket, like who made you special and everybody wins, and yet we've, we've forgotten something that, that there's somebody out there who needs you, uh-huh. and who needs you the way oh, the guy man. wants yeah, like you to be in. If yeah. you don't step up and you don't stand in the spotlight, yeah. somebody's not going to see you, and, and you're not going to be able to help them, but it's, it's a very not... It feels like you're being proud when you're just being proud of what God has done to get you here. Because the reality of it is, like, none of us would be anybody without the, the forgiveness and the yeah. love of Christ in the first place. And yet, there are times when I have to say, "No, actually, follow me." As I follow you. I that's right. You. Yeah, that's right. And that's so hard to, to overcome. That's right. It's, so hard it's, not, it's not. It's not pride either. That's just the reality of that. You know, um, especially when you're studying something. You ain't never want to just bring somebody on stage. Yeah. You know, when you're studying something, that's your baby, so you, people have to be familiar with your sound. You know what I'm saying? Like people know I'm, my I'm, voice. Yeah, I'm slow to put people on stage. I'm the slowest yeah. to put people on stage. <laughs> you're just like, everybody wants it. You know, you come to Benny, you're just like, go to Benny, you're like, man, I want to be on, I want to be on the worship team. I want yeah. to do this. I'm slow to make that move because yeah. it's easy to get somebody on and hard to get somebody off. That's right. If you don't have a heart and if you don't understand how we do things and like, look, we have we have all the room in the world to bring on like young eagles who have opinions and who screw yeah. stuff up. Like, I got no problems yeah. with that. I love it. I'm not a micromanager, but this is not about you. Yeah. So you might see me on stage, and it might be you know if you're immature, you might think like, well, he's doing this for what? If you don't understand the price, you don't understand that that all we do is prepare a stage for yeah. the one who could actually do the heavy lifting, yeah. which is not me, yeah. and it will never be me. I couldn't. I can't even change my own heart. You know. And so yeah. if you don't understand that heart about us, then and you'll miss that, you'll, you'll think it's Flash, you'll yeah. think it's whatever. We're just trying to attract attention so that we can get somebody well, else in to do the heavy lifting, but... The attention gotta be brought in too, you know what I'm saying? Like for 100, like check this out, man. If I see somebody who wants to uh, uh, say, hey, but I wanna do what you wanna do, I'm gonna say, all right, you come you come out here at four o'clock in the morning, in the afternoon, and set do, things do up. Be like, there's a four o'clock in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> that time <laughs> exists? Where does this exist? <laughs> I'll be like, come out at, at 4 p.m. and set things up, you feel me? And then at the end of uh, uh, whatever session that we have, break things break things yeah. apart. I wanna see your dedication, yeah. you feel me? You're not gonna just come out here and I'll give you the microphone. Yeah. That's easy, yeah. you know, but when I see you invest the time and doing the things that are tough that people don't want to do, because I look at, I come, I come to your sessions out here in the streets and I'm like, who sets these things up? Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And then who, who takes them apart? Yeah. Man, you know what I mean? And it's easy to just come in and say, yo, I want to, I want, I want that detail. Yeah, right I want now. the five minutes on stage. Yeah, yeah. Let me host that little shot. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? It's easy for us to do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's where you kind of, I can, for me, I judge people that way. Mm. Like, okay, you just want the easy thing. Yeah. You feel me? But then you ain't want the hard thing where you, you see the nice, flushy things, but who said that stuff? Yeah. You feel me? And then when I know where your heart is, then probably I'll put, I'll put you in. Yeah. But for sure, for sure, I will never give nobody a platform when I know that they ain't ready. Mm-hmm. Like I always tell people who want, there are a lot of people who want to feature on my website or stuff, on my yeah. social media. Yeah. I'm like, if you don't have at least 50 written items, I'm not going to feature you on my on my website. Yep. 
Why? Because I'm going to bring you in to my world and people are going to be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? This person is good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, there's nothing no more. Yeah. Well, and then remember, you're, you're, you're their friend now. Yeah. As well, so now you owe them. I owe them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, you know I, know. Oh, I, love, I love that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like, like, like you, you own me now? Yeah. Well, that's how that works. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, just because you liked me. one of the things on my social media, suddenly <laughs> we're tight. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. <laughs> you were here, like, you know, you, you put some money in the offering, and now you own me. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, you, oh, you were giving it to me now. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, no, and, and you must see that a lot more just oh. because the position that you're in is just this um, one little accommodation to somebody's request, whatever it is, no matter what it is. And then I'll somebody, tell you what, you got to decide up front what your culture is, and you got to pour your culture in concrete. Now, the, the ironic thing is, that I think in past cultures, what we've done, we made this huge mistake of having convictions about like all the ways to do everything. Which yeah. is, you know, you can't run a business like that. You can't have a conviction about every tiny little tiny little thing but our culture and the gospel like we, we can't change that we have to have a conviction about that and you can't sell that for anybody so so many times a lot of people come in from the outside and they're like hey we love what you're doing now could you make it like where we came from even though we're happy where we came from oh, don't. <laughs> like, so so you see something that's exciting but you want to make it disappointing yes or yes. you want to make it lesser than or you want to make it different than and like all we've got is is this and this is who we are and if we're not comfortable on the stand about that we can't sell it to you um yeah. We just can't sell them. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I don't and, know if I am. A, a, man, a man who's always taking, you know, uh, everything that everybody says, man, that's a weak person. Because you got to have your own thing structured. Like, you know, this yeah. is who I are. You know what I mean? Like, with my peoples, this is who I are. This is who Abe is. You know, it's either you come and be a part of this, yeah. or you can find somebody else. Yeah. If you know, or you know quick, you won't never find somebody like Abe, because I'm your Nick, but like that. And I'm kind of confident about that. <laughs> Do you want to repeat that word for us, uh, Corey? Because uh, we're... The white kid's going to keep his mouth shut. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what that's makes good leaders, is knowing when to shut up. Right? I'm with you on that one. I'm good. That's the confidence that I have, though. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I, I can't find nothing like you got. You know what I'm saying? I can't find nothing like you got. Yeah. That's the confidence that I have in my product, is that can nobody do what I do. Yeah. Well, if you tone it down, it's not you anymore. 100, like, right. yeah. So, and it's not so I mean, like, just again, me. for me, in my circles, too, if I tone it down, the reality of it is we'll lose that thing that's special, we'll lose that thing that the Holy Spirit wanted to do me that you won't do through that's anybody right. else. Oh, and man. so, but I can tell that that's the constant pull on me. It's like, it's like, we need it, more play it safe. <laughs> 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 can we, we, we work more hands out, just be like, I'll be straight up. If you like traditional stuff, we're not in the place. Yeah, you, you, won't connect, you won't connect to God. Yeah. If you like liturgical stuff, we don't do anything around here long enough to become a tradition. Right. So, and but the other side of that is, if, if preaching is no longer the most effective way to do this, then we'll change that too. Yeah. And so for me, there's this confidence on this side of things where I'm like, okay, this is who we are. This is what I am, and I'm confident in that space because it's my sphere of influence and my sphere of responsibility, and I'm confident, and my opinions matter more there because yeah. it's my thing and it's my knowing thing. But then there's this other place where I go when I go to get help, like mm -hmm. like in January, I had kind of a low spot. I thought we'd be a little bit further ahead because I would always think, you know, it must be at 10,000 people after the first year. I would, yeah. I'm, I'm that person, right? I want to influence people. But I had to go up. I'm, I'm confident that when I walk into the room with God and when I walk into the room with my mentors and I walk into the room with my friends, it's a different, it's like eyes down, yeah. learn, ears open, sure. tell me what you got to say about me. Um, which also puts me in a place where I'm constantly, hopefully, trying to learn, and where you don't have to walk in eggshells around me to talk to me. Now, in places here, I don't really want to hear some feedback about some things that we feel like we need to do, and we're clear about it, this is our mission, whatever, we won't sell that, but there's this other place here where I'm extremely soft, and I allow pain to roll over me, and failure to roll over me, so that I can get 
to this place where I'm soft and open and learning constantly so that I'm not just throwing in and thinking I'm something because right. I'm not like yeah. out here I'm nobody I just I just need input I just need help yeah yeah. Oh sure, both of you go quiet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it is uh, it is that time that we could wrap it up. Um, I, I do want to just swing back around to one point that you were talking about, though, um, because I, I did start about my situation, and then I don't know if I feel any better about what about. But I did. I just want to bring it up for those that are a little bit low on confidence. Is that as, as harsh as this sounds? Other people aren't necessarily thinking out uh, about you as much as you think that they are, or that you might be thinking about them. And, and I mean, it's kind of a sad reality, but I mean, you, you nailed it for me. Is that my guy thinks of me when he, you know, yeah. reached out when he needed to, when he thought about me, responded to me when he needed to. Don't let your head get the better of you when it comes to relationships and friends and all that. If you're thinking of somebody, shoot a message. Oh, yeah. You know, like it's seemingly really quick and easy. Uh-huh. But, uh, but I let it destroy, or at least I thought it destroyed, you know, perception-wise, it destroyed. But it's a really easy thing just to reach out and say, what's up? Because you'll know right away. You said it. You know right away if the dog's still your dog. Yeah. Right? Because they just identify and, you know, what do you want kind of thing. It's a way different response than, hey, how are you? You know? And, um, Thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I had to get to this place where I had to decide whether I want to be, like, a leader and be myself well in this. Or do what everybody else in, uh, does and, and, and hopes the world comes to them. Yeah. I had to decide whether I was going to be willing to be the first one in yeah. and the last one out of any conversation that I need to have or, or that I want to have. I had to decide whether I would I would be willing to take that step if they weren't. Because busy people are busy. Like, yeah. Even if I'm doing something, I don't ask somebody who's doing nothing to do something. Yeah, right. exactly. I ask somebody who's doing a lot to do something because they get stuff done. That's right. You know? And so, I mean, it sounds funny. Like, I always want to engage everybody, of course. But, like, if you're yeah. sitting around, I got to, you know, hold your hand. And, That's right. Like, like, I literally have to think for you. It and takes more time. For you. More time and more energy. Of course energy. it does. You know, yeah. and, and I'll try to get you on board, but I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask a high-function person to do something. And they're already busy. That's right. And so, but for me, you know, friendships are reaching out because I mean, there's, there's lots of rejection I face too. But I think I just had to get to the place where I was going to decide whether I was going to be bigger or whether I was going to think smaller. And a bigger person doesn't worry if they don't get what they want or don't get what they need. Or if I, you know, I would love to have more contact with some people, yeah. but maybe they can, but maybe they won't. I have to decide whether I'm willing to put it out there and be first in. Or to reach out and get what I need because you know someday that'll be me and I'll be I'll be busier or whatever. And hopefully I'll remember what that feels like to, so that I can see that young ego coming yeah. in and so that I can be like okay but this you know this guy could do something yeah and I'm gonna spend my you know like to be able to see that that to me is one of the, the greatest marks of a leader a person I want to be with is somebody who can see that and yes. somebody who doesn't have success yes. yeah. or the possibility of that which I always want to be that person on the lookout yeah. for somebody Absolutely. coming up because Absolutely. it could change the world. Like, oh, that, that's what we're aiming for and, and what we're doing here is that we're looking for those people not, not to put us on a pedestal but to help them lift themselves up right I mean we're, we're at a time in maturity in our lives where we're not looking to be that up there in the middle of the light it's what's coming up what's going to lead this planet so that we don't end up where we are in the states right now yeah. kind of thing somebody that's going to think about things before saying or tweeting that you know, it's a, be a good thing no offense to any of those uh, people that uh, are in that environment I know that most of our listenership is down there but hey you know who am I do you got anything to wrap us up there Abe? I just think that at the end of the day there is uh, uh, um, something that calls to you like Corey is talking about right now where it's like you see something 
uh, if Yang would be the rough, you feel me? Uh, because again, for me, it's more because of uh, uh, things that I've went through in my life where I know that, you know, you can see somebody and think that person is worthless or you think that the person is not on your level. Uh, if they're not on your level, bring them to your level. Mm-hmm. You know, let them be better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's better to just, for me, it's better to give than it is to receive because when you give of your time, you give of your abilities, you give of whatever it is that you have, you're going to get that 10 times full. You know what I'm saying? And when you do that to the to the people that we have, the kids that we have, a lot of them are going through stuff. You feel me? And then when you just come out here and just say, yo, I'm gonna, I believe in you. Can nobody ever believe in them like that? Yes. You know what I mean? And then you come out and say, I believe in you. That changes everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, those are great wise words there, Abe. I think we're going to wrap this one up. This was the 2A Street. That's Abe across from me. Yeah, what it do, what it do. Together we are uh, the 2A Street. I already said that. I meant to say that you can find Abe at abemueo.com or SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music. And we have a very special guest with us today. That is Corey Cope over there. Very special. Yeah, it's very special. You get the very, you know, that's the friend and the good friend thing. you got to elevate it just a little bit now. more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're friends now. You, you poke me, I poke you. I just stole that just so that I give proper tribute. Um, you can find him on VenueChurch.ca. Please check him out. He is a great local leader here. I mean, an international leader since you're on the internet. Yeah, I'm on the all internet. Inter- <laughs> so, check him out on iTunes, VenueChurch. There you go. Corey.com as well. Oh, a lot of stuff up personal on plug there. You know, I was going to say it. I just wasn't sure because I, <laughs> I actually didn't validate that fact. So thank you for doing that because I don't want to say something. Get busy, dog. Get busy. We suddenly have to go create a website now before we post this at CoreyCope.com. Yeah, we do lots of stuff up there. Yeah, for sure. So that, this was an excellent episode, gentlemen. It's a yeah, real pleasure you. to spend some time with you. Yeah, you guys do. You guys hey, have a great week. Oh, go ahead. Hey, if I can say, like, I, I love uh, my guys listening to stuff now. You guys, when I first, I think I, I found you, like, I just sent you, like, a Facebook message. Yeah. Wow, you guys seem sharp. <laughs> for Canadians. <laughs> yeah, I, I said, I, yeah, I totally said. I said, you guys seem sharp for Canadians. <laughs> so, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Oh, you, you, you told the can on yeah, the show. I, I, uh, love, I love the way you guys talk. I love the way you guys push ideas around and stuff. Thanks, so, man. To me, it's, it's, a rare, it's a rare thing. And likewise, that's the reason why we're, we're hoping that we could reach out and actually do one of these together is because yeah. it's just, you know, Abe says it all the time, even though it came from the Bible, it's just iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And uh, we just, we're a bunch of leaders locally here. And it's just really important that we, that we give somebody, if they have nothing, just give them a set of earphones and hopefully we're inspiring them in one way or another. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of our mandate that we're working on in the show. And we're just glad to have you part of it. Hey man, so This is 2A Street again. Corey Cope over there. Corey Abe Cole. Whale over there. And I'm just a regular guy because I don't have a website or anything. So y'all have a great week. You're the man.